0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Entree Pastors Podcast. My name is John Sanders. I'm one of the co-founders of the Entre Pastors platform, and I'm so grateful to have you tuning in for another episode. Uh, I think this is probably going to turn into a two-part thing cuz I want to we're keeping these episodes a little bit short on our daily content here but I want to have a conversation in which we label seven ways that you can develop a success mindset. We'll get through a couple today and then probably hit the the rest of this list tomorrow. But let me start by saying this to pastors. I think it's pretty um possible in pastoral ministry pretty normal for us over time to just take on an ownership and some really unhealthy limiting beliefs that are grounded in defeat and discouragement and failure instead of victory. Uh, A lot of pastors, you know, we might start fresh in ministry, you know, ready to take on the world and conquer the world. And, you know, a few years into it, we've we've had our fair shares of bumps and bruises and we've been kicked around a little bit. And It's not uncommon for us to meet pastors when they come into our world here at Entree Pastors. They're defeated. They are beat up. They've been through the ringer. They've been through some stuff. And that fire that they once had in their belly from a long time ago has pretty well been kicked out of them by Gladys and a whole bunch of other situations in the church world. And here's the thing. I know this is kind of a cliche statement that gets thrown out there from time to time, but it's a good quote nonetheless from Henry Ford that says, whether you think you can or think you can't, You're right. And so as we challenge pastors to launch businesses, if you have a mindset of failure, if you have a mindset of defeat and frustration and just constantly being stuck because that's how you've been conditioned to think in pastoral ministry, you're going to transfer that to your thoughts on business. And then if you're thinking that, guess what? You're right. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. I want to help you learn how to think like success is possible, to actually believe that it is possible for me to succeed. Because if I can get you thinking that, guess what you're going to experience? You're going to experience success and winning. And that's what I need you to to do if you're going to launch a successful business. we got to get you thinking like someone who is successful. Now, this is probably, we could do a whole other podcast on this for a different day, but I'm going to quote Earl Nightingale from his audio production of The Strangest Secret, he defines success as this. Success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. A lot of times in our culture, we've been trained to think of success as, you know, big numbers or big money or huge milestones or huge goals. And he repackages that to say, no, it's actually the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. And so there's a lot we could say about, you know, instead of just having these big, high, lofty goals to back up from that? And what are the daily action steps that we can take that will help move us toward those goals? And as long as we're taking those small incremental steps forward, we are being a success. We are experiencing success. But a lot of our success has much to do with how we think. And so uh, I wanna talk about seven ways to develop that mindset of a successful Person, So let's jump into this list. Okay. Number one, first of all, I'm going to challenge you to be aware of my thoughts, right? Like we need to think what we're thinking about. So often our minds just run on autopilot subconsciously. We let a lot of voices come into our mind that, that go unchecked. We could go down the whole route of spiritual warfare, and you don't need me to preach you this sermon to to let you know. The reality is sometimes those thoughts are not even our thoughts. Sometimes the enemy of our soul who has come to kill, steal, and destroy speaks into our mind, and that voice sounds a whole lot like our own. And the lie, the temptation of his is to get us to believe that was your thought. You think this. And so we need to be aware of our thoughts. We need to think about what we're thinking about. You know, Maybe a a modern term for this would be mindfulness, where we are pausing to reflect and to think about our thoughts. Proverbs 23, verse 7 says, For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. There's a direct correlation between what we think about and the results that we're experiencing. And so this is vitally important that we—it's part of becoming— more disciplined, more mentally healthy, is to be aware of our thoughts, to think about what we're thinking about. So that's the first thing. The second I would say is this, right behind our thoughts is something else that if we're not careful, we just go into default mode and and not really pay attention to what it is that's happening. But here it is, I need to be intentional about the words that I speak. So not only am I thinking about my thinking i'm also paying attention to the words that are coming out of my mouth again we could preach a sermon on all of this right proverbs 18:21. the tongue has the power of life and death and those who love it will eat its fruit proverbs makes it pretty clear that with the words that we speak we have the ability to build up to to create you know to speak life into someone or to tear down and to destroy our words can be super harmful so we need to think about and pay attention to the words that we're letting flow out of our mouth. Jesus said in Matthew 12:34, for out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. The words I say are a reflection of what is going on at a deeper level inside of me. Which is probably why we're told in Proverbs 4:23, above all else guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. So there's some important admonition in scripture to really guard and protect and think about and pay attention because the words that I'm saying have a profound effect either for good or for bad. And so I'll say this, this might sound a little woo woo to some of you and and maybe even unspiritual to some, but hopefully you can see like actually scripture backs this up. I personally am a big believer in the practice of daily confessions some might call them affirmations, but where I audibly speak out loud, I speak truth over my life. It could be as simple as speaking the true word of God over my life and speaking the promises of God out loud over a situation that I have. I also believe it's possible for me to create a preferred desired future for myself by the words I choose to speak today. And so you can speak the truth into any area of your life your physical health your financial well-being your spiritual development your marriage your children you know the quality of life that you want to live start saying it start saying it out loud start confessing it and affirming that daily there is a ton of science that backs this up that the connection between you know our conscious brain and the subconscious mind I recently was uh, sitting through a sermon in my own church our pastor was preaching and he put up that picture you've probably seen before of the massive iceberg and you know just a small percentage of that iceberg sticks above the water and and a whole lot more of it is below the surface you can't even see it and he was using that to to make the distinction between our conscious mind and our subconscious mind or what you know again scripture refers to often as the heart some things that just go on autopilot, things that are happening below the surface that a lot of times we're not even paying attention to. Our subconscious mind is a powerful thing, and we need to be careful what we feed it, because if we feed it full of garbage and negativity and downer stuff, guess what is bound to come out? It's garbage in, garbage out. But if we are careful to protect our heart and to feed ourselves good, true, positive things we'll start to see that you know coming forth in our life as well I'll give you a very practical example of this like one time this was a long time ago I was having a coaching call with a pastor uh, talking about his business and he made this statement i I hate sales I just don't I just don't like sales and I've heard lots of other pastors say that by the way and I challenged him on that I, I stopped him and said whoa 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 slow down don't tell yourself that. Stop saying that out loud because guess what? You're trying to grow this business. The minute you come to making the sale to a client, his business if I recall was something in regards to photography or video work. The minute that you are at a point of getting a client to hire you to do that work for their business, your subconscious mind is working overtime to go, "No, no, no, no. We we got to stay in alignment with who we really are. Remember, we hate sales." And you're going to self-sabotage because you've been telling yourself this line and speaking over yourself, I hate sales. Let's change that narrative. Let's be intentional about speaking true words. I love to serve people by selling them my goods, my products, my services. I love it. I'm going to say it every day. I'm going to say it in multiple ways until my subconscious mind really starts to take ownership of that idea that, no, actually, I show up excited for sales conversations So I'm thinking about my thoughts, I'm being intentional about the words that I speak, and I think, let me do one more, and then we'll do the rest of them on tomorrow's episode. Again, since I've already made a few of you uncomfortable with what sounds like woo-woo, you know, crazy out there stuff, let me give you another one. Practice visualizing success. This is where our minds go to, you know, the funny old Saturday Night Live skits with the who was the self-help coach back then that would look in the mirror and have his clients say, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and gosh darn it, people like me. Like, right, right? We go to kind of some of the the silliness of all of it, but check this out. It's not as silly as it sounds. Do you know how many professional athletes have a form of visualization as a part of their rituals leading up to their competitions and their performances on the field, on the court, whatever it is they do? It's a huge part of their success. They learn to see themselves succeeding before they ever set foot on the actual playing field for the game itself. They have won the game in their mind many times over. They've taken the winning shot. They've scored the winning goal. They've hit the the ball out of the park. They have visualized success in their arena multiple times again and again, and they've got some amazing results to show for it. It's not just in sports. Top performers in all kinds of other industries are coached to do this very thing, to visualize themselves winning, to see themselves being successful. What would it look like for you to visualize your success in launching a business? Uh, For some, a practical uh, application of this might be to develop some kind of a vision board. As we speak right now, I'm just turning my head in my office. I'm looking at a wall where I've got a visual board for myself. Um, this vision board has got pictures of a house that someday I'm going to live in something like that down in Florida. And it's very specific. I've, I've got the boat that's going to be on the dock on the back of my house with a canal that runs out to the Gulf of Mexico. And uh, I see the pool where I can see that dock from my house. Like that's there. It's, it's a real house on Zillow. And I'm not saying I'm going to live in that particular house, but one just like it, very similar to it. I see the kind of boat that I'm going to have back there because I know my soul is restored when I'm in salt water. And I think it's going to be awesome to be able to motor out from my back door and go catch fish in the salt water. Now, that may not be your thing, so that's fine. I've got the Florida state flag up there. I've got other things that are visually representative of the kind of marriage that I want to have, the kind of recreation that I want to do, the impact. I've got a picture up there of. Crowd that's gathered and microphones. And what does that mean? Well, it means I know that God has given me a voice and some gifts to serve other people through the spoken word. And I see myself doing that from a podcast microphone, from a stage. I've got pictures up there that represent some real estate things that I hope to be a part of someday in my life. I've got a check written to myself up there that's signed by Vision. Again, all of this might sound silly and woo woo to you, but I can look at this stuff. It, all the things on here mean something to me and it's telling me this is where i'm going i'm going to live a life where i I'm, I'm experiencing some of those things so what about what would that look like for you to develop a vision board for success in your arena or how about a written vision statement something where you're putting it in writing and again you can speak it out loud you can read it you can see it visually But these are all things that successful people do. They learn to think about their thoughts. They learn to be intentional about the words that they speak. And they have a process by which they are visualizing success in the various arenas that they are involved in. So we're going to wrap it up there today. I've got about four more that I'm going to bring to you on tomorrow's episode. So we'll just call this part one. I want to make a quick uh, offer to you, a free resource if you're interested. If you have not yet joined us on Facebook, we have a free group for our Entree Pastors community. If you go to Facebook and search for Entree Pastors Connect, you'll find that's the name of our group there. You'll find that. And uh, just there's a few questions we're going to have you fill out. We want to make sure you're a real person. We do creep on you a little bit to make sure that you're not crazy. And uh, then we'll let you into the group. We'd love to bring you in and make you a part of the conversation there in our Facebook community. So come on in, be a part of it, totally for free. We'd love to serve you and connect with you there. That's That'll do it for today's episode, guys. Thank you for tuning in. We will see you on tomorrow's show.